of the like gay relationships. Uh huh. You ever notice how the Inquisitor is the fucking bottom? Yeah, yeah. Always. Always. I That's like, why I love it. Like with the Iron Bull, I get it. Okay. Yep. You're yep. gonna be the bottom with the Iron Bull. Hundred percent bottom. Yeah, yeah. But with fucking Dorian. Dorian, yeah. Why are you not the top? I know, and I slept with all of them. That's fucking bullshit. I know. Anyway, welcome to RGG. Are you recording right uh, now? Yeah, I was recording. <laughs> What is up, guys? It's Ragbag bringing you another edition of Regular Guy Gaming right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. Real happy to be bringing you some fresh RGG content. Riles Beniles, uh, yet again, a reoccurring guest joining RGG on the road. And I'll tell you what, like typically when Riles Beniles comes on, I mean, me and him have such different tastes in what we like about video games. Sometimes it's it's actually a challenge, right? Because they, they talk about the, the, the MMOs and, and Dragon Age and stuff like that, and I can't really get into it. Uh, but this week, it's a lot different, guys. I think they did an episode that is for pretty much everybody. Um, they talk about what they would do to create their own video game, and I think it's a, a really interesting listen, not only because it's fun to hear what they have to say, but it kind of makes you reflect and go, what would I do if I could make my own video game? So, uh... Fun stuff there. I also have some things that I need to um, kind of respond to, I guess, after this week's uh, interview. My name's brought up like 18 times, and uh, like 17 out of the 18 were bad. So I'll, I'll be talking about that uh, after the interview. But guys, sit back, relax. It's a good one. It's RGG and Riles Benisles. Take it away, boys. Welcome to RGG. Thank you once again, the first and last voice. A regular guy gaming ragbag for that amazing opener. I'm curious as to what he has left out of the drunk uh, rants that I sent him. Well, we're on the road now to the other side of Wisconsin. We're going to be there for three days. So yeah. I'm sure you're going uh, to You gonna, think I'm going to get drunk? And, I don't have any money, though. So I'm sure you're going to find plenty of ammunition. <laughs> and, you know, ragbag's probably looking and is like, man, I don't have that much more stuff. And all of a sudden he's like, hey, fucking use this, you prick. And then it's like, thank you. No, all right. Um, and saying that, thank you once again for that awesome opener, Ragbag. Today, we're going to talk about if we were to make a game. Now, what's funny about that is I have helped make a game, but if we got to make a game our way, we were either producer, story writer, or whatever, what is the perfect game for you? What's the game that you foresee, that you think about, and you say, man, I would love it if they made a game like this. So I'm going to ask you this. And if you guys are wondering why... Um, with Riles Benalls again is the last couple of weeks. I've been on the road with him. And, yeah, and I'm living, living with him. House. <laughs> I've been living with him even though I have my own place with uh, uh, Devil Doc uh, 86. Riles uh, home for Wayward, Wayward Wrestlers. <laughs> Wayward Wrestlers and, uh, and um, uh, streamers and podcasters. Yeah. I've been streaming from his place for the last couple of days. So uh, it's just make things easier to go out there. So that is why I, uh, Riles Benalls is here with me again. We're actually on the way to BCW, where I get to sit back, relax, and watch as a fan. Then we're going to head to WPW. Got my match against Jordy Lee coming up. Really excited about that. You have your match against... Against Logan Lynch. Logan Lynch. That'll be a good match. You and Logan Lynch. And then um, and then we're going to ICW. Mm-hmm. And then I might wrestle, I might not. Who knows? But you are going to wrestle for sure. Yep. Uh, tag, tag title. Tag title match. On the line. Uh, so it's going to be a very busy weekend for us. So right now, we're going to get into it. We're just going to start. I want to know, Riles Benalls, if you could make a game, produce, write, what would be the game that you yourself would go, I will play this forever. I love this game. So funny you say that because way, way back when... Um, I was, uh, I, was, I was at a friend's house in high school, and he actually had software oh, shit. to kind of make, like, make his own game. So, at one point, he was fiddling around with the game that he was working on, mm-hmm. and then since I, since I came over to his house, and it was just kind of like, we'd hang out, we'd play some Super Smash Bros., and then we'd just kind of you know, mess around on the computers and stuff like that, because he had one computer in, in his room, and then another computer in another room. So, basically, if I came over, I would use his computer, and then he would use the other computer. 
so he'd be working on this video game. And I remember looking at that, being like, it's like, oh shit, what are you doing? That's really cool. When it's like he was explaining to it, it's like, oh, that's really cool. like, can I like, is there, you know, was, do you have something like that on your computer that I can like work on, just you know, just for fun or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I kind of started working on like a video game. Obviously, it didn't come anywhere near fruition. I think I worked on like the first like the first map of it or something like that. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was, like, RPG-style elements or whatever, like, you know, kind of, like... So, for me, it was literally just that first map where I was creating, like, all the uh, scenar- the, the scenery, the floors, um, the script, and all that stuff. And that's as far as I got, because, like, you, you know, we only got to work on it once or twice, like, when I was over at his house, and then by the time we graduated, we kind of fell, you know, out of contact with each other. Um, sad stories, uh, you know, with Riles Benials, basically. Yeah. Um, remorseful Riles Benials. There you go. That's, that's just bringing the show down. With Riles Benials has empathy. Riles Benials has depression. Depression. Oh, I see what you're saying now. All right, go ahead. Anyways. Um, so, no, like, it, it's it's funny because the, for this episode, talking about creating uh, a game, in a way, I, I kind of was creating a game. Obviously, didn't get near it. Enough to say, yeah, yeah. You know, I was working on this and that, but uh, you know, basically, I was working on an RPG kind of game. Um, I had written a couple of short stories in like in middle school and stuff like that, and I did some stuff like on the side, like very fantasy based kind of stories. And I kind of tried to incorporate those elements into the video game I was working on because that was the stuff that was like fresh in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the, the, the I guess the type of game that I was working on. All right. Okay, that's what you are working on. That's cool. Now, let's go into the, a dream game of yours. Dream game. A you, dream game of you yours. You go first. You want me to go first? I want you to go first. All right, I'll go first. This is what I've always dreamed of making in a game. One open world. One based in uh, very much in a... Uh, uh, have you ever seen seen the game Emperor's Dragon, whatever it was, made by the same people that did uh, Kator? Made by those guys, Bioware? When they used to make good games. Anyway, it was a martial art game. And yeah. I've always wanted to make Dragon it. Dragon Age is a pretty solid N- game. Yes, Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah. But no, we're not talking about that. But that you were just talking about Bioware. Yes. Yeah. Shit. I'm sorry. Uh, EA. EA helped make this game. Okay. Fair when they enough. used to make good games. Okay. So, I, um, I have always imagined playing a game where you get to choose what you want to be, of course, male, female, although I always choose to be male characters, because I don't understand making a female character. I've never understood that. Um, I judge dudes that make female characters. And, um... But then you also judge them if they don't have gay sex. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's you're in a fantasy world. All, there has never been a creative character of mine where he hasn't been gay. They're always gay. Pause. Pause, okay. pause. Pause. So... Okay. You're going to use the defense that yeah. it's a fantasy game. Yep. You can do whatever you want. Yep. And so that's going to be your defense for yep. being a male having sex with another man. Yeah, it's fantasy. Right? Okay. I get that. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to shit on anybody yeah. that decides to be a female character. Yeah, that's a dude. That's if, just even weird. Even if they use the, it's a fantasy. They are imagining themselves as a woman. Hey, man, it's 2018. That's like, no. No, we look, got, we got look. men trapped in women's bodies. We, we have men trapped in that, men's. I'm no. fine with that, but the normal guys that do this are actually usually the weird dudes. Okay. Trust me, there's people right now who know exactly what I'm saying. That one weird guy that like sits by himself and and he's just you know he's gonna do something really fucked up one day. Do you, it's do, those guys. Do you think that Ragbag sits by himself and? Does Ragbag make female characters? Sometimes. He does? Yeah. Oh, that's garbage. You know you know what the logic is, and I actually support it? What is it? He wants to see an ass, no, right? No, it's not even that. It's it's just the idea that you usually see a lot of male characters as the protagonist. Yeah. Not often a lot of female women characters. If Now, that's different. I said, now, if there's in a game where the protagonist is a female, that's fine. Okay? Well, what I'm saying but is that... But if you have it, a choice to make... Again. Okay. I'm saying is that 
when he creates female characters, mm-hmm. he makes female character uh, when he has the choice to make female characters or male. Well, we're also talking about he chooses a- female characters oh. because then in that game, that game has a female protagonist, yeah. which you don't typically see. Yeah, yeah, that's cool with me. You know, no, it's not. Look, we're also talking about the same guy that fucking would go to McDonald's to play Luigi's Mansion. I'm sorry, but I just can't take him serious on that. So, uh, him and I agree so, to disagree. And I'm gonna say this. Yeah, is that when I restart up my uh, my Fallout 4 live stream on survival mode yeah. to kind of get ready for like Fallout 76 and yeah. kind of do some countdown, yeah. I'm actually going to make a female character. Yeah. And the reason is, and this is going to be my logic for it, A, not many female uh, not many female protagonists, which, which is why I agree with Ryback's reasoning. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you look at both characters, you look at Nate who is a uh, pre-war soldier from uh, from the uh, you know from the from the resource wars? Yep. You know he's a fighter. He's a combat guy. And then you have Nora, who is a lawyer, mm-hmm. has no combat experience whatsoever. Mm-hmm. What seems like the better story coming out of the vault when you're trying to find your son? Somebody that's already you know highly trained in military warfare, or someone that basically gets taken into a new world in a wasteland scenario that has zero combat experience and has to learn how to become a hardened you know soldier just mm-hmm. just out of you know right. that necessity. For me, I see exactly what you're saying, and it would be the already pre Liam Neeson character, the one that's already a badass. Okay, going okay. out there and just be like, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've done with my son. If you want money, I don't have money. But I do have a particular set of skills. That is fucking dope. That would be amazing. I am now going to play Fallout. Oh, my God. I'm going to play Fallout 4 again. And I'm going to name him Liam Neeson. He's going to be gay, of course. But I'm going to name him Liam Neeson. And he is going after his son. You know, I'm pretty... He's going to be full... He's going to be handed. Like, just hand... Um, I'm, actually, I'm actually willing to bet that... Uh, this is going to be great. If nothing else, Codsworth at least has Liam... Oh my god, if Cosworth has the name Liam in there, I'm doing this. I'm going to create the Liam Chronicles, and it's just going to be amazing. I'm actually excited for this. Sorry, let's get back to the point. You're welcome. The kind of game I would like. Also, the adventure, open world game. And I want want the game... (laughs) Open world game where... One of the things is, too, I want the enemies to scale with you so you can have a balanced... Uh, progression no matter where you're at in the world. I don't like the idea of being punished that you decided to to go further on the map than what they intended, you know, so they make the enemies like extremely hard. So you got to be like this level or that. But I want you to have to learn. I would like for you to actually take time to be with like a different combat ma- master or whip, you know, I mean, not whip, but like different weapons. You know, if you want to be Bushido, you know, if you want to be an actual ninja or you want to actually be like an Indiana Jones character. I want it to be, you know, like crafting and professions. You can take the time, you know, in this game. I would love for there to be like side games. You know how like World of Warcraft has Hearthstone? It'd be nice to where it could have like a side game and you can play you know, other side games with people. Or we just take time to put in like artifacts. So if you would like to hunt like in dungeons for specific artifacts, like, you know, um, I don't remember if you know this, but in Morrowind, what they did is they released an expansion to where you could go and if you could find all the artifact weapon, the legendary weapons, you could sell them to the museum. And then the museum would let would would put the weapons up for you like you know basically saying hey good job you found these rare weapons stuff like that so you can go out and you may not necessarily want to use them but you know you want to explore all different kind of things like that i also have like an idea of you know you got to work on your stamina you know you got to know how to camp you got to know how to track very realistic uh survival-esque um I have a good idea where it's like you're climbing this mountain one day and when you get to the top, it's just this dude, this like really just one with the world dude floating who can like teach you a real special style of martial art. Like stuff like that, just adventure, having a great time. And yeah, you can choose like, you can choose obviously good, bad, neutral route and I wouldn't want everything to be fully voiced. Reason why I feel that kind of takes things back, I think that kind of also for me, it kind of kills the idea of the character. Sometimes I like to read out loud what the character's saying with my own voice because I have a good imagination. 
Speaking I mean, of that, you know ahead. that uh, in the Halo franchise, uh, the rookie, the protagonist from the Halo ODST game, yeah, he's the only of uh, he's the only of the cutscenes. Okay. So real quick, sorry about that, guys. I had a phone call real quick. That's why I cut off the recording. But keep going. So, so the rookie is one of the few people in the in the Halo franchise. I don't know which actually got cut off or not. Um, right there. So, keep going. So Master Chief, he doesn't talk in the game, but he always talks in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Um, same with uh, really any of the other characters. But the rookie in ODST, he's the only one that purely, the only sounds he ever makes are like, you know, if he grunts, if he's getting shot. But mm-hmm. he's the only one that does not say a peep, mainly because in the cutscenes, he's always fucking sleeping. So he's basically <laughs> you. Hey, man, I need my naps. All six of them. All six of them all day. And sleep. Like his normal bed rest. Oh, that's another thing, too. Your character can actually, like, through sleeping, um, earning, like, getting, like, it, more experience points the more rested your character is the better off you are through combat like i would like it to definitely be something where you know you got to plan ahead on the adventures you're gonna go on i would like it to be a lot of fun like you know how monster hunter is a little bit bit of mixture of monster hunter with couture knights of the old republic for some of you that might not know what i'm talking about just like little bits and pieces a little bit of elder scrolls a little bit of fallout you know, uh, just bits and pieces from all my favorite games put together in one, you know, uh, it would just, it would be absolutely amazing. I would play a game like that. I, I wouldn't be able to, to put a game like that down. It would just be great. Sure. Uh, great, nice fluid combat. I love fluid combat. Another thing that I really like in games like these is when there's uh, scripted uh, kill scenes or death scenes, uh, you know, like when they introduced them in Skyrim, when you would get up behind someone and you would just stab the fuck out of them or just lop someone's head off. Yeah. I loved shit like that. I, you know, so I would do a lot of stuff like that in the game as well. So very combat focused, uh, very exploratory focused, survival focused. It'd be a lot of fun hunting if you wanted. All right. So that's kind of the game I think would be the what perfect kind of, game for what me. What kind of genre would it be? So like, it'd be under, it would be under open world action adventure. Like what kind of setting? Setting, it would yeah, be post-apocalyptic. Okay. Yep, I have. I'm really into that. I really just like the idea of starting all over. But it's like we're talking well beyond post-apocalyptic. Like the, the, that post part happened, and then society has now bounced back from it, and we're now on so kind of like uh, Horizon, Horizon Dawn. Yeah. yeah kind of like Horizon Dawn. Zero Dawn. Horizon Dawn. Zero Dawn. Horizon what? Horizon. Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. I see what you're saying now. Say the name. Say it yeah, yeah, right. my bad. Kind of a lot like that, actually. Get good. Get, get good. Don't use my own gimmick against me. I just did. Yeah, so that is me, man. So what about you? Like, let what's... So, what? it's tough because, like, you know, like, you want to you wanna do something that's like, oh, I want to do something nobody's ever done, right? But it's like, for me, it's like, I feel like I played just about every genre, like, I feel like I played just about every game that it's like, this is exactly what I want to do. Like, I want to, like, I love the games that are like, take this, what happened if instead of this happened in history, this happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what happened if instead of the bombs... Like Wolfenstein. But, yeah, so like, Wolfenstein, what happened if the Nazis won World War II? How would how would the timeline be affected? How would the butterfly effect be? That's how would 10. How would, uh... How would uh, the world go if we decided to harness nuclear energy after bombing Hiroshima and Nagasaki? What are you talking about? What do you mean we did? Fallout. I'm just saying, like, they turned that into literally a, a prime source of, of fuel. Oh, okay. But then, as the result of that timeline, we expended every resource, and then we went into war with, with the entire world. So it's kind of like showing that whole timeline of, like, for every action, there's a reaction. For every action, there's a consequence. So, stuff like that. No really good love. deed goes unpunished. Um, I really love games like Fable. Because Fable... Fable, yeah. yeah. Fable, or even like with Detroit Become Human. There's a new Fable coming out. Yep. So, uh, like, but stuff like that where, like, the like your choices in the game immediately have repercussions. So, you choose this, then this guy dies because... You didn't help him get this, and then he got killed because he didn't have a way to defend himself. Shit like that, we're like, oh my god, I didn't even think of that. No! And then it's like, oh, well that sucks. Um, 
So you like the aspect of choices. I like choices, and I like uh, I like choices. Then I also like the fact that there's consequences. You like, yeah, you like it's the consequences like, of choices. Oh, I'll give the it to this guy instead of this guy. Yeah, and it's like, all right, no, nothing, nothing changed. Everything goes exactly the same. Instead of being like, oh, I'm going to give this to this guy. I was like, well, now this guy doesn't have it. Yeah. He went to try to do this. He got killed because he got, you know, he yep. got, you know, for this or something like that. Oh, that's it. No, I see what you're saying. That's really interesting. Um, what I really also liked about Fable, in addition to just being choices, is they had jobs. And I don't know why. I think it's something really cool. That I got a shit ton of STDs in Fable 4. Of course you did. Um, yeah, but like, I had a lot of sex with dudes. I, I, again, of course you did. Um, but what I really like about Fable is like, for example, even in like Fable 2, like they literally introduced the job system by you go into town and then it's like, all right, I'll meet you in a little bit. You might want to get some money. And then it's like, you can be a blacksmith. You can, uh, mm-hmm. cut, you can cut wood at one of the other towns. I you was can, cutting you some can, wood. You can, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course yeah. you were. Yeah. Um, so, like, stuff like that where, like, yeah, it's like a little mini game, but the way that it, w- it worked, it was just, like, a perfect way to just kill time mm-hmm. without actually doing anything. You like, know they have that in Skyrim, too. Like, doing jobs? Yeah, or? cutting wood, going out there. Well, that's not really a mini game, though. That's just, like, that's just part of the game itself. Oh, well, excuse me. Well, it's like if you if you cut wood, it's just uh, it's a, it's just a animation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whereas in Fable, you can do that. If it's like I need to make money, and it's like all right, three hits, boom, that swords. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that swords bent out perfectly well. All right, cool, you just made money. Multiplier, you're making money. You know what this reminds me of when when Ragbag uh, was telling told I think it was told the world to fuck off and he saved his dog was that yeah. ragbag yeah yeah he was, saved his dog he saved his dog oh it's fucking stupid um in fable 3 for example they have like you have you have to make all these choices when you're joining when you're starting this revolution and then it comes down to all right well this is why i was doing everything that i was doing there's a huge like there's a huge monster coming our way and yeah, we, we have to, and we have to stop it. Yes, we talked about that on the show show before. We're talking about you. Well, what, and I'm, your, what I'm saying okay. is, I love the fact that it's literally like, all right, you can be a complete asshole and turn back all of your choices, and then you have enough money to defend against the empire, but everybody's gonna hate you. Or you can figure out a way to save money on your own, and then as a result, keep your promises, and then you're not a fucking asshole. But everyone dies. But most people, like, there is a higher chance everybody will die. Yes. I would just, you just choose to be an asshole to keep more people alive. But that's, that's again, that's what I like is that there's the, the, the choice so that's and then there's yeah, the, the repercussions. So, yeah, so we're basically, that is one of the big things for you in a game that I think would be the perfect game for you is choices and repercussions I, and I, riding cars yeah, and ass. I, I think it would be kind of cool to, yeah, riding cars ass, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... I mean, it'd be interesting, like, for example, like a post-apocalyptic game where you choose your class, and then based on the certain class, like, what jobs you can specifically do. So if you're a, a hunter, you can go on hunting missions. That would know. be cool. Get but, pelts. But if you're a, you know, if you're, you know, any other type of character, you can't do hunting because you you're not a hunter. You're not suspected. See, that. I don't like that. I don't like that restriction. I don't like that. Well, maybe not class, but what about perk? Perk, uh, like I would see it as going can, down the cl- going in, down that line. In Fallout Three, you can do the regulators or the contract killer, mm-hmm. and that's the only way you can collect, you know, thumbs or ears or whatever. Um, I think definitely if the I made, regulators. If, da, 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 if I made a uh, if I made a game, it would definitely have a talent tree. Because uh-huh. I always fucking love that in WoW. That's what I love now about Dragon Age is that you literally have the talent tree. X amount of points. So you would put talent trees in there. Yep. Okay. Because I like games that make you think about the choice that you have. Like, so, I'll give you the choice to to reset your perks and everything like that. But I firmly believe that one of the best things of perks is having like, all right, here you'll start this out. Now you have three different perks that you can choose right now. All right, you're you're specking into to this talent pool. All right, now you can do this. Choose this. Choose that. Mm-hmm. Basically, that you won't, you will never have as many points as you will be able to fill out your entire. 
Um, see, now, with God of War, I don't know, I know we've talked about this, I don't know if, if you and I have talked about it, but the way they did their uh, perk system was you definitely had more than enough points to fill out and have absolutely everything. Uh, but you didn't have to. You actually didn't need to spend a perk point if you didn't want to. Uh, and I like stuff like that, where you can do it to enhance the game, Yep. but hey, you don't need to. So that's fun, too, the idea of having the choice to do that. Sure. So, um, yeah. So that's really cool. So really, the only so difference like, is if I was just to put an option of making choices and consequences in my game, you'd play it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, like, and, and again, the idea of, like, a hunter could go on a hunk, hunting mess. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant by adventures like in you, small, you could, yeah. You could do that, like, if you did, like, a paladin or a priest, like, if you go kind of, like, classes of, like, wow, you could do, like, uh, missions, missions with the church or something like yeah, that. Yeah, see, and, and that's the thing, is that it wouldn't be called paladin or priest, right. but the player would just know that's what you're doing, or you like know. warriors could go into a sparring arena. Yeah, stuff like that, rogues, exactly. Rogues could do missions like, hey, you got to Going in, in houses or, like, even then break it in. Like, what kind of a, what kind of stealth do you want to be? Do you want to steal for others? Do you want to steal for yourself? Like, right. I'd break it down like that to, uh, like, own guilds, different, like, oh, man, I would have so much fun with that. Yep. Anyway, uh, okay, okay, so we got that taken care of. That's done. Let's, um, sorry, I'm just looking at that turn there. All right, so I like I like I like your game. Uh, I like my game. We like each other's game. I'd play your game. Uh, one thing: Would you allow uh, 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 same-sex relationships in your game? Oh, absolutely. Oh, good. I I think again, like that's that's one of the things about about games nowadays is they're really trying everything they can to be all inclusive. To, to literally make it seem like once you play your character. That's you in that world. It's your avatar. Like, you know, it's literally your avatar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, 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 it's already going to be deemed your avatar, but they're literally trying to make it seem like, seriously, the second you log in, you join that mission, you become that person in-game. You should name So you have the ability to literally do whatever. So, you know, just because, you know, like, for example, if you're, if you play your game mm-hmm. and... You know, you are gay in real life. Mm-hmm. You should have the ability to be gay in your game. Uh huh. You know. But that, what if you're not gay in real life? You just want to be gay in the game. Well, that's a, I'm I'm what I'm saying is that you should be the, able to represent yourself. Yes. Uh-huh. And I'm, what I'm saying is that you should have the you should definitely have the ability in your game to do the choice that you would have in real life. So like, does Ragbag want to be a woman then? I don't know. Maybe. I resp- I would respect it. I encourage you have, him. You have to ask him. I enc- hey, I encourage him if that's what he wants. Yeah. I would totally just be, you know, could you imagine that instead of El Ducho? What would it be then? It'd be El Ducha. La, it'd be El Ducha. That's right. It'd be El Ducha. It's like Amigo and Amigo. You know what? He'd probably be a hot girl. Peace. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, <laughs> So, all right. So, right now, what I want you to do a little bit is kind of just go over. Uh, you have a lot of views. You have good. You have views on your channel going over really good. It's it's going over well. I like it. Thank you. So let's uh, let's hear your thought process and that and uh, how that's going for you streaming wise and what are some challenges you're running into and for other people that want to stream because people are starting to stream more uh, what are some things that you think some people just need to be aware of from your point of view um, I think A you have to you have to get a game that people are going to care about you know if you if you're if you want to stream if you want to stream and you just basically say you want to do do it like, hey, I'm streaming this. If I don't get viewers, that's fine. Then play whatever fucking game you want. Mm-hmm. But if you're strictly doing a live stream like, hey, I hope that people will watch my games and tune in and stuff like that, you most likely are going to want to have a game that people will care to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a game that they're looking to get themselves. Maybe a game they haven't played in a long time and have... You know, they might see that you're playing it, and it may have a sentimental attachment to it. Um, you know, or maybe, or even on the other side of it, maybe a game that somebody's like, I'm not fucking touching that game with a 10-foot pole. 
and then they see that's uh, like uh, uh, horror games. Yeah, and then it's like you see somebody play it, and you're like, you know, maybe it's not, like yeah, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're basically that uh, you're that test drive for somebody that's playing it. Yeah, like so, you and Detroit Human. I'm watching you play. Yep. And as soon as I can afford it, I now am going to go buy it. Watching you play has made me go, I want to buy this game. Exactly. So it's like it, if you want to if you want to do it for viewer count. It should always be a game that you think people will tune in to watch. See, with Ragback, he played Resident Evil Bioshock, right? Yep. I bought that game for my daughter. She just, it got too scary. She couldn't do it. I know it's too scary. I wouldn't play that game. So now it's literally just sitting in my, uh, it's just sitting there, and I don't need to play it. (laughs) I just wasted money, and I don't care. I don't need to play it, though, because I already watched Ragback play it. See, I'll be honest, I... I have considered after watching him play it, like getting it, but then it's I like, have mine. You can use mine. But then, here's the thing, though. It's like I'm on. I'm still riding the fence of it mm-hmm. because I've seen some of the moments where it comes out and just scares the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> it scares the shit out of me. Yep. Even though I've watched like two playthroughs, I've watched his, and I've watched Markiplier's, <laughs> and I get scared on the same spots because I'm not expecting that. <laughs> oh shit! And yep. then so then it's like. Okay, that's just me watching from a computer translating from their from their, their point. Project. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, nah, don't want to do that. And your your place where you live, there's sounds all the time. I already man. live in a in a fucking old house. Yeah, old house. It's probably already like uh, for example, I was watching Markiplier when he's doing his uh, live stream of uh, the Evil Within Two, right? Oh, to fuck and all I, that. Noise. I got I got to the third episode. And then when he got to, like, the girl, like, humming her song and, like, singing and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, nope, no, yep. no, I'm watching any more of that. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah, that was that. horrifying. Yep. And I was watching that in the, like, I was donating plasma, watching watching the video. So I was in broad daylight, plenty of lights on, plenty of people around, something like that. But because the sound was in my ear, I was just like, nope. Yeah, the only horror game I can play is uh, Friday the 13th, and that's because I it's, love getting people... It's not a really a horror game. It's though. a horror game. It's, it's more gore. It's gore. Okay, gory. So whatever. Like, because, I mean, by that logic, Saw would be deemed a horror movie. Well, what's the difference I mean, between it, a horror and a gore? What's okay, the difference? Let's, let's go back. Horror movie, that would justify a gory movie or a scary movie. Yeah, okay. So, okay, so, so basically... Friday the 13th isn't a scary game. It's a it's a gory game. Yeah, it's very but scary, it's a, though. it's obviously the horror genre. Yeah. But, like, you know, for you, like, you can play that game because it's like, oh, it's... No, like I play it because I like how much how much people will role-play with you. I literally get people... Guys, go check it out. It's called Camp Jesus. I literally get people and Jason to sit around the camp and we sing songs. Check it out on Regular Guy Gaming on Twitch. What I'm saying, though, is that it's not necessarily, like, a game that's just out there to just do jump scares. It does jump scares. You need but to play it. It's not there just for the jump scares. Yes, it is. Jesus Christ. Never mind. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm regular guy gaming. I always have to be right. Oh, uh, no, no. Watch just... my streams on Twitch. <laughs> I fuck dudes. <laughs> Only in the only in the world of fantasy. Sure, that's what you keep telling yourself. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, right now, this is what I'd like to do. We are going to go on a what? What commercial do you think he's gonna do? Uh, hey, do you like chili? I like chili. I hate that one. All right, commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Hot Shot Scott Williams. Do you like chili? Well, I do too. Do you like podcasts? Well, so do we. It's the Ross Family Matters podcast. Join myself, Vic the Stick Ross, Jack Spade, and, Crap, a, and a cavalcade of other people except Maru. You're never allowed. The Grapple Talk Network, it's the podcast. We're coming at you. Maru's not allowed. Hey guys, AC Riley here. Be sure to check out the Lonesome Road podcast right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Join me for my trips across the Midwest as I interview wrestlers, get stories, and much, much more. Head on over and check out the Lonesome Road podcast right now on the Grapple Talk Network. This is your road. When you come, you'll walk it alone. We are back, hey. Now, this segment I really I like to call, uh, we're going to recommend a game. Uh, last time for you... I can't remember which one played. Uh, I recommended playing uh, Heroes of the Storm. I love that game. 
my roommate, Devil Doc 86 plays it. Uh, we have a great time. It's a lot of fun. It, it's just a lot of fun. So uh, right here, I'm going to ask Rousman Niles. I want you to recommend the game to the people that's worth the money. Like, give this a try. What do you recommend to the people? Detroit Become Human. I would absolutely recommend that anybody that like that uh, likes choices, likes uh, beautiful games, um, Detroit Become Human is definitely a game for you. Um, there's plenty of choices with it. There's plenty of stuff to do with it. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna love your choice or you're gonna hate it. But either way, you're gonna walk away from that game. It's like, man, that was a pretty ass game. I love it. All right, that's actually good. I like that. I am gonna play it. For me, guys. I know this may rub some of you the wrong way, and I'm sure Ragbag will kind of get into the the, con- the controversy around that. Are you gonna? Are you about to recommend Mr. Masaji? Mr. Masaji? What's Mr. Masaji? It's literally a game about doing massage. That's why. I thought, no, that's fucking I, I th- awesome. I, th- I thought no. that's what you were no, saying. No, 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 no. I'm actually being real right now. And if he wants, he can get into the history of what. Okay, remember the big controversy behind Battlefront. Well, there was real big controversy before that. It was called. It was a game called No Man's Sky, which pissed everyone in the world off because they were basically lying about what the game was. They were talking about multiplayer, and they just overall talked about how great and amazing this game was going to be and how endless it was, and it turned out to not be true. Well, guys, they just did a... They've been doing expansions over the last year and a half with it. And they've been updating it and getting it to the way they wanted it to be. And I think it's clear Sony forced them to release the game early. Uh, they shouldn't have released the game when they did. But now, just a couple days ago, the game has got No Man's Sky Next expansion, which now introduces multiplayer. We're talking multiplayer dogfights in space now. Multiplayer, like sharing bases with people. Searching the, the literal the universe together. Uh, it is absolutely amazing now. The game is everything it was supposed to be. If you love to just explore, if you love base building, if you love space and that whole genre, No Man's Sky Next is the game for you. Yes, at first it lied and it wasn't what it was supposed to be, but I, I really hope that this game gets a second win and people can get into this and give it a try because without a shadow of a doubt, this game is good and you and your friend, you'd be surprised how much fun you can have exploring new planets and naming the things you want to name them and then uploading it on the database and then people can find these planets and then warp and find the planets you, you have found. They can check out what you've done or you can make bases or points or trading, stuff like that. You can do a lot. And it's absolutely amazing. You couldn't really do this at first. So for me, I name a lot of the planets I find. Sorry about that. That was a phone call again. It was uh, it was my roommate, Double Doc, giving me a call. I apologize. But I also name the animals. Like, you can name the animals. If you're the first person to find the animal, you can name it and send it up. And then if someone else comes across it, it'll they'll see that it's the name you gave it. Like, one of my favorite ones uh, is, it was, I don't know, it was this weird, weird animal. I forgot, I don't know, but I just called it Buffucky, and it was, what? Of course you called it. Why'd you change, why'd you do that? I'm just, I'm not surprised. It's B-U-F-U-K-Y, Buffucky. I'm not surprised. I don't, you just, I don't quite understand why you judge me all I, the time. I'm just not surprised anymore. Anyway... The point is, is I have a, it's a lot of fun to name these things and people like, you know, check it out or someone that goes to your planet. It's a lot of fun. Guys, check it out. It's an open world game. There are dark dog fights in space. You can have dog fights with other people. You can end up having battles on the ground with other people. If that's not your thing, you and a guy can just go. You and your friends, up to four people, can just explore the universe together. So it's really good. Give it a try. Read about it. But I definitely recommend, if you do read about it, you will hear about the bullshit. But don't let that get to you. That's the game I recommend. Um, do you, you want to do uh, any of your... Um, uh, let me uh, ask you this. How, many, uh, how much of the expansions... No, it's just it's just one flat rate right now. I don't know how much it is. The game will come. It's like a. So the, 
when you buy the game, does it come with the expansions? They're not expansions, they're updates. So when you yeah, when you buy patches, when you buy the game, it will be the new version that it is now that just came out. It'll be the game for ten dollars. When you buy the game every every gaming store now. That was my actually that was my red flag of why this game because like why you didn't I, get I it. I had heard everything about like how this game was like going to be so like Amazing. aesthetically pleasing yep. and like all this stuff and all like and uh, like and I actually remember being like oh you know maybe I'll get that but I swear like two weeks after it came out at Gaming Gen they were selling it for like fifteen bucks and I was like that's really weird that game just came out because it, and then I saw the news yeah. and I'm like. Now I know why it was horrible when it first came out. It was one big lie. The graphics were horrible. The gen- the random terrain generation often built the same terrain. Now the terrains are different, like truly different. You'd be surprised. There's like more detail. There's clouds in the sky now. So when you're leaving a planet, sometimes it's like, oh shit, what's going to happen? You know, you're coming through clouds. You don't necessarily know. Like there is a lot more variety in the universe now. It's much better game now than when it was when it was when it came out. It's clear that Sony either went for a cash grab or whatever it was. In the end, they ended up screwing that them over anyway and cutting some of their funding. But what they have now is a game that should have been released. So I definitely say, you know, go give that game a try. Uh, it's just great, relaxing game. Sit back, have maybe a beer or whatever it is you do or to in, relax. Or in RGG's case, like 20. Or, or in your case, 20. You take a bath with beer. No, it's a shower beer. You do have... You Wait, wait. You take a shower and drink beer? It's a shower beer. You are amazing, sir. I've never done anything like that. All right. Thank you very much for listening to Regular Guy Gaming. We're just getting this episode. Just getting one in, talking with you guys. Just keeping it going, having a good time. And I am going to be having LPC on here soon in the future. It is going to be called Plan of Attack. And this guy, I've had him on before in the past. Why am I yelling? Why are you yelling? I've had him on before in the past. We are literally the only two. I know. He is a uh, a, an achievement. Not oh, he doesn't like the word whore. I forgot what it is. He's a guys. This guy can do it. Achievement slut. Achievement slut. That's what I would say. Uh, He gets uh, platinums left and right. He he just has a method. Does he get paid for his achievements? No. uh, He's just so he is an achievement. Yeah, he just doesn't. If, if he was getting paid, then he would be an achievement <laughs> prostitute. But we're going to get him on the show, guys. I'm really excited for that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. For those of you... How about this? Okay. Achievement lady of the evening. It's achievement dude of the evening, because he's a dude. But it's funny to You interrupt me one more time while I'm trying to close out the show. And what happens? I don't know. We'll figure we it out. veer off the road because you hit me and then... I wouldn't hit you. I go unconscious. I wouldn't hit you. Traffic. But I will figure something out. All right. The next time we wrestle, I'm going to stiff you. How about that? Next next time that I interrupt you, you'll pay for your fucking meal. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Here we go. I forgot what I was saying. No, no. LPC, guys. It's going to be a great episode. Go back into the history and make sure you listen to the LPC episode so you can kind of get caught up. So Because there's things we're not going to go over since there's already an episode out there. So go back in the archive and go check it out. And you'll be ready to go. I cannot wait to speak with him. And that should be either a couple, a little bit, a couple weeks from now. So, and then don't forget, we do have Ragbag's episode coming up of him talking about who he is to you guys like I did my episode. Make sure you go back in the archive and find that where it's, hey, hey, it's me, it's RGG. And I'm just talking to you guys about my adventures and my life and what gaming means to me and, 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 and how how it has an impact on me and how it's helped me deal with mental health issues. So, uh, Ragbag will be doing one as well. So I'm really looking forward to that, guys. We have a lot of content coming out. Thank you guys for your support. Make sure you guys check out Grapple Talk. Uh, Grapple, you do it, you do it. Grapple Talk Network, Facebook, Twitter, uh, The Grapple Talk. Uh, Also check out the the Podbean, uh, grapplealkraq.podbean.com. And then also on iTunes and wherever you get podcasts from. All right. Do you want to plug your stuff one more time? Uh, There's always new people. Facebook, AC Riley WI, Twitter, Instagram, PlayStation Network at WrongAlexRiley, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrongAlexRiley, and then uh, my YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash RilesBeniles, where I have uh, playthroughs of... Wolfenstein 2, Fallout 4 Survival Mode, 
Dragon Age Inquisition, Detroit Become Human, L.A. Noir, and more to come. All right, and then uh, do you have timing to make times that you stream live, or is it just kind of hit and miss? Uh, late afternoon, late evening, uh, depending on what I'm trying to do. Uh, if it's only one stream, it's typically later afternoon. If it's uh, if I'm gonna try to do a double header. I might do one around 5, what might do another one later at like 9 or something like that. Um, that's usually one of the biggest reasons to hit the bell notification button on my YouTube stream. Um, also to follow me on social media is because I will give people plenty of heads up when I do go live and when I am about to stream. Um, because it's not like a set time, it's not like 7pm every Friday or something like that. Just because. I don't want to say that, and then I'm running around errands and be like, fuck, I'm late for my job. Yep, yep. So. All right. Guys, make sure, uh, show some support for Riles Banales. Also, for me, it's Regular Guy Gaming on Facebook. Don't show him any support. Uh, Regular Guy Gaming, uh, dot com, which is way behind. Now, one day I'll get back on that and get that up and going. Guys, I'm on Twitter, Red Guy Gaming. I'm also on Twitch. Check it out, guys. I am streaming religiously. I am having a great time. Some of my old school guys are coming back. I really appreciate the support. We're getting some new followers. The community is building. It's a slow build because, but you know what? I'm almost at 100 subscribers. That's a good thing. I'm affiliated. That is awesome. So I can get cheered. Bits now. That's really gay. And I play a lot of... Say? That's really great. I swear you just said that. <laughs> I don't. Really I said it's really great. And uh, one of the fun things is uh, I know uh, what I do is I stream a lot of Hearthstone, but I stream what I find fun. And it's just the interaction with the people, having a great conversation. I like to play a lot of music. I also have a great backlog of old videos and old interviews are Shana and I playing back in the day when her and I used to play a lot. There's a lot of that. So go ahead and go check it out. Give a follow, subscribe, like, and don't be afraid to maybe hit that uh, donate button to help the stream out. Do you think it's weird that you just said that you are getting back into Twitch streaming religiously and you're atheist? No, no, because religiously is used for many different things. Do you things. think it's also weird that you're an atheist and you keep saying Jesus Christ? Uh, no, no, because that's within our culture. We've been over this already. Do you also think that it's weird that... All right, ladies and gentlemen, it was this <laughs> the last time you guys will probably ever, ever hear from Riles Beniles again. You Woo! know what? I'm just going to leave that up to Ragbag because we all know he's got that inner white dude rage. He is going to kill someone one day. And I think it's going to be you. It's not going to be someone. It's, it's going to be, be a whole bunch of people. It's going to be a whole building. <laughs> gonna, he is going to, one day that dude is going to snap. It's going to be beautiful. I feel bad for his fiance. <laughs> I think he keeps it all inside and then it comes out in like large rage. things. fucking shit. Why? Why? That's how I think happens. And one day it's just going to over, it's going to happen. And it's going to be like, man, it's real fucked up what, what a ragbag did to Riles Beniles. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. kill me? Well, you guys are like best friends. You've known each other forever. Trust me when I say this. When best friends, they grow up together, there's deep-seated things that people don't forget about. That they're like, yep, if I was to ever, do, if I was to kill someone, it would be him. And I'll tell them exactly why. But if, if I watch enough crime shows, uh-huh. it's usually the wife that gets murdered in a brutal fit nope. of rage. Nope, not in this situation. Trust me. It'll be you most what, likely. What's going to happen hey. is that... He's going to be really pissed off, probably because of something I did. Something I'll, you did. I'll, I'll, I will fully admit I'm going to be the trigger. <laughs> You're going to be the trigger? I'm going to be the trigger. Yep. What's going to happen is that he's going to be, you know, it's going to be pent up rage, right? Yep. He's going to get home. Yep. And then Zari's going to be home, his fiance. Yep. So, he, you know, she'll be home. He'll be just really agitated. It's like, oh, so uh, the Johnsons called earlier today. Yeah, what well, they want. Well, uh, Rob, he's, he's having his uh, birthday. What'd you tell him? <laughs> like, well, I, I assumed that uh, yeah, we were going to go. I was like, and then he's just going to throw his keys down. And he's like, didn't think to ask me what I was going to do. You didn't think to see what I had You didn't plan. think that maybe all I had planned. And then she's going to be like, I'm, I'm sorry, we can cancel. I was like, no, that's what you wanted to do. You wanted me to make, make me look I'm the bad guy. And then he's going to take the kitchen knife and stab her like 20 Oh, times. that's graphic. That's not going to happen. What's going to happen is he's going to get in the car. He's like, hey, dude, he's going to he's gonna throw you off. He's like, dude, what's up, dude, that thing you guys do. Dude, what are you doing, buddy? And he's like, oh, nothing. He's like, yeah, I'm going to come over for a little bit, buddy. And then he'll come over, and he'll come upstairs, and then, you know, he'll he'll have to, you know, count down because he'll be a little nervous because it'll be his first time. 
Alright, we're done. Guys, this is Regular Guy Gaming, and we hand this over to you, Ragbag. Don't murder anyone. <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. Kind of uh, interesting way to end that interview. Um, I, I'm, I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm definitely not going to be killing anybody, so don't worry about that. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm a pretty happy dude. I got, I'm pretty thankful for everything I get in life, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I love everybody. Besides, you know, that's a lie. Maybe there are some times that I would really enjoy strangling Riles Benales to death, but uh, we won't go into too much detail there. One thing I really do want to jump on before we continue on with this week's podcast and, and we wrap her up, um, I do make women characters in games. Um, I don't know why. It actually started a couple of years ago. Maybe maybe, maybe I am finding out something about myself, but um, the, the past couple of really big AAA title video games you know, that, I've, that I've played, including like The Last of Us and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, and there's probably a couple of others, but, uh, I just really like the idea of a female protagonist and, you know, for the longest time when I would play Fallout and I'd play Skyrim, I'd always create a dude and, you know, and I'd be like, this is a manly dude. This is, this is the manliest man ever. Um, and then at some point, you know, I was just like, I, it, it's like something different, right? You know, it's like, at first I was like, ah, oh, you know, whatever shit happens. And I really enjoyed it. And actually, I think the first female character that I ever decided to make in a video game, uh, was when Riles Benales and myself did Destiny co-op. And, you know, you don't even really, I guess, until you're customizing your character, but you don't really notice, like, when you're playing FPSs that you're playing as a female lead, you know what I mean? Um, but there's just something different about it, and I can't really explain it, but it just kind of freshens up the process a little bit, you know, opposed to having this, like, dude with, like, a fucking 10-pack and these ripped biceps. And, you know, I always, you know, give him, like, the beard, like, ugh. I have a beard. I'm like the generic awesome dude in video games. And instead you make like, you know, a girl that has like scars all over her face and she's fucking ugly as shit, but she looks like she's, she can fucking throw down. And uh, I don't know. It's just different. It changes it up a little bit, you know, and it allows you to experience with uh, experiment with some different things. Like, for example, now when I play uh, basketball and football games, I hope this doesn't sound weird by any means, but, you know, it's kind of fun to just, like, try out different, uh, like, ethnicities and races and things like that and just kind of make a character that has absolutely no resemblance to yourself. And for the longest time, I think this is probably where we differ. I feel like RGG most likely makes, uh, ever since he was younger, like, the craziest-looking fucking dudes ever with, like, ginormous chins and fucking and, and whacked-out faces. Um, but when I was growing up, I always made, dude, you know, characters that looked similar to myself. Like, I tried to, you know, mirror their image after mine to kind of put myself in the shoes of theirs during this kind of fantasy world that I would play. And now, uh, as I grow older and, and, and more of these uh, games come out where customization is key... I think it's kind of fun to just be like, fuck that. I'm just going to make something completely out of the ordinary that has nothing to do with who I am as a person. And that's kind of why I do it. So, uh, I guess I, I know that RGG was just being a fucking troll. I don't think he actually believes that you're a fucking loser if you make yourself as a woman in a video game. If you want to make yourself a, a woman in a video game, more power to you, dude, because uh, it's fucking video games and we're allowed to do whatever the fuck we want to do. Um, like me, I just got done playing fucking four straight hours of Alien Isolation, and I'm pretty sure that, uh, I never want to play a fucking game again. I think three out of those four hours was me replaying missions that I continued to die in. Um, but nonetheless, that's also a sneak peek. I have, uh, been trying to bank up some episodes for my YouTube channel. Um, so I'll be having, uh, quite a few Alien Isolation episodes. I will say, um, pretty good shit, dude, to be honest. Like, uh, man, I, I took about two months off of playing Alien Isolation, and there are some major fucking jump scares that uh, just got me going. But, dude, that game, I'll tell you what. If you want to you know, recommend a game, I mean, this is a horror game, but there are so many story elements to it, and there's so much lore to it. But at the same time, you know, this alien is following you all around the ship. You're not safe anywhere, even in a, a place that you think is safe where there's other humans. You're not safe. And uh, that, that this is a game that I recommend if you, uh, you know, maybe don't get heart attacks, then this would be the game for you. Um, also recorded a couple of episodes of Doom, so um, I'm, I'm done streaming. 
Uh, it kind of sucks, but you know, with how my setup is right now, and honestly, with just the time that I have, it's kind of funny that I'm saying this now after just saying that I played Alien Isolation for four hours, but you know, throughout the week, I just, I'm so busy, you know, and I think Riles Banals and, and RGG, the two guys that you just heard are doing this fantastic. You know, if I have to tell you one thing, if you want to get into streaming and, and you've heard RGG say this, I think, uh, some of our previous guests have said this as well, that are pretty uh, good Twitch streamers. You need to have some type of consistency, right? So you need to do like every night or every other night or just have like a good schedule worked out where you're going to continue to do it because, you know, once you can start getting people hooked, they're going to come back expecting you to come out on that day. And I went from pre-edited videos, then I started streaming because I thought it was easier on time because I wouldn't have to worry about editing them. Um, but it got to the point now where, you know, if you, if another thing is if you stream, you know, it's maybe not, uh, I don't know, worth it if you're only going to do 45 minutes to an hour. And unless it's like a Saturday or Sunday, like I had this past weekend where the fiance's at work, I'm at home alone, it's too hot to, to go outside and do stuff with the dog, um, I'll play video games. But otherwise, when we're talking about throughout the week, even when I get done with work, you know, and I get home, I got some other shit that I got to take care of, I don't have time to put two to three hours into a video game every night or, or plan it in my schedule because there's so many things up in the air. So now what I'm going to be doing for pre-recording is I'm going to sit down and I'm going to have big sessions like this, and then I'll break them up into episodes. So hopefully this alien isolation thing lasts me probably a couple of weeks. Uh, then I'll have Doom. I'm thinking about starting up another uh, series here probably after this recording. Um, but that's a big thing I would say. You know, if you're, if you're planning on streaming, you got to have a schedule. And even if you're planning on pre-recording, you still got to have a schedule. But at least you know you you don't have to necessarily be live during those times um, because. You're building relationships with the people that are tuning in, and they're expecting you at some point. And for me, I was doing it, and I'd be playing for two hours, I'd be playing for three hours, and then all of a sudden, I, I wouldn't have any availability for like a weeks upon weeks. And uh, that kind of that kind of prohibited me to be able to do those streams and things like that. So, so I'm restarting. I'm restarting my YouTube channel a little bit here. Going to start pre-recording. Uh, it seemed like you know. Actually, before, prior to doing all the streaming, I, when I was pre-recording, my, my views were getting up there a little bit. And then I started streaming to, to hopefully, you know, ignite something there. And that's another thing, dude. If you're going to be streaming, if you're going to be, you know, in this to get the, the, the view count, as Riles Banal said, you got to be patient. And you have to be willing to wait for that perfect moment. And I'm not sure if that'll be this for me, but it was fun. I, I, won't, I won't lie. It was fun playing Alien Isolation 4. Um, I got to the point where I was a getting so scared and b getting so frustrated from dying so many times that I think it kind of hindered my ability to actually commentate because I was getting so fucking pissed off at this goddamn alien. I don't know what difficulty I'm playing on and you'll see it if you tune in. I'm probably going to have to cut out quite a bit of it, but man, I just kept dying and dying and dying. And it was stuff too, where I was like, like just thinking about it. It's like, I don't think I was dying because I was inexperienced. Like I was dying because it was just like so cheesed. That fucking alien, dude. But uh, I'm nearing the end of the game. I know I am. I, I could, uh, just in the spot that I am right now, I'm pretty sure I probably got a good 10 to 15 minutes left. Um, but I tried playing through that. I died like 16 times, and I was like, fuck this. I need to take a break. So um, hopefully you're going to have that game finished up here soon. As I mentioned, we're still going to be playing through Doom a little bit. I don't necessarily know if that's the game that's going to really work as far as just getting views and stuff. Um, but it's a game that I think will be fun to play, and uh, we'll see what happens. And then on the other side of the coin, uh, Beyond Two Souls, it's basically that game that's smack dab in the middle between Heavy Rain and, and Detroit, the game that Riles has been talking about quite a bit. Um, same developers, uh, didn't get great reviews, but hey, it was free on PSN, so I might uh, do something there as well. If I do decide to stream, if I can like look at my calendar and almost book days that I can stream, I might do that game as a stream because similar to Detroit and similar to Heavy Rain, it's a decision-based game uh, that stars Ellen Page, which is pretty cool too. So I'm going to be trying to do that, and uh, yeah, that's about it uh, in the near future for Ragbag. I don't know if there's anything else that I necessarily wanted to discuss um, other than, you know, if I could create my own video game, um, I would just fucking, you know, make another college football game because as a sports fan, the college football games were always thousands of times better than Madden, not necessarily because like the gameplay was better, but just the atmosphere that comes with college sports is so much better than anything in professional sports, at least in my opinion. Um, and the last college football game to come out in 2014 was just, it was phenomenal. I mean, it still actually somehow holds up today, but, uh, 
if they can make a new college football game with like the mechanics and the engines and the graphics uh, that Madden has nowadays, um, that would be awesome. That would be my pick because you know we can. I, I think I, I think if you ask a lot of people these days, they'd probably say some type of post-apocalyptic open-world RPG because that's kind of the, how things are working. And I'm I'm the same way too. I would love that as well, but just to be different, I would definitely say any type of college football game that has a, a recruiting and franchise mode in it because, dude. That's uh that's where it's at right now. Speaking of upcoming releases, that's uh there's not a ton of news going on right now, but again, Madden, the next fucking Madden, Madden 19 coming out on August 10th, just a couple of weeks away. I will definitely be playing the shit out of that as I'm sure a lot of you will. Uh, Madden, I would have to say it's got to be top 3 sports titles regardless of how shitty of a job EA has done in the past couple of years. They've revamped franchise mode, they've revamped the the engine and I've heard nothing but but uh flying reviews, I guess, of uh of the new engine just like how everything feels like it has weight to it. It feels a little bit more realistic, which is going to be great for sim players like myself that really want the game to mimic what you're watching on Sundays and Mondays in the NFL. So super pumped about that. I know some of you are probably really pumped about that as well. And then obviously, uh, once I play the shit out of that, um, might be streaming that a, a little bit on my time as well. So I've been using this uh, third segment to kind of talk a little bit about myself. That's because there's not a ton of gamer news. And uh, because, uh, you know, I enjoy talking to you guys. This is a good time. I've been video game, video game, video game the past couple of days with, uh, you know, having all this free time to myself. And I'm really excited to kind of get back out there with the YouTube channel and uh, to start pu- pushing out content again. I do want to say I know that they plug their stuff, but again, make sure to check out Riles Beniles and RGG. Both those dudes have been putting in work when it comes to uh, giving you guys content. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition, Detroit, uh, RGG's playing a bunch of different titles right now, usually throughout the day. So I guess, hey, if you don't have a job and you got nothing going on, watch RGG during the day, tune into Riles Beniles at night, and check out my videos once every four months when I put them up. And uh, also want to give a shout out to our good friend Birthright, because he has probably been one of the largest supporters of both Riles Beniles and myself at the very least. Dude pretty much tunes into every single video that we both do and is, you know, always live commenting. I mean, this dude, this dude doesn't have to do that and he does that and I uh, just want to make sure I give him a shout out as well because I know that he's been streaming a little bit lately kind of uh, trying to catch his footing but uh, uh, birthright he's good shit he's a uh, he's he's a good shit and he's he's a fun he's a fun uh, view as well because uh, to be quite honest he's kind of fucking weird and I think that makes it that much better you know it's like he's he's just a weird dude and I kind of enjoy that about him so um, I'm going to wrap up the episode. RGG only told me to go a couple minutes, and I'm uh, going a little bit longer than that. I do also want to touch on the fact that uh, the beginning, I did not have a drunk RGG. I just decided to use something from their podcast this week. and uh, But I do want to let him know because I know he listens to these outs. I do still have like one or two more really inappropriate drunk openers to use. So uh, stay tuned for those in the coming weeks, and uh, we will catch you next week. My name is Ragbag. Thank you so much for tuning in to RGG. We'll see you next week right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Peace out.